I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Cloudy, patchy fog tonight, the low 40. A Southern Illinois elementary school went on lockdown this morning after a person from the neighborhood disrupted the school day. A message on the Denning Elementary School webpage revealed a little after 10 a.m. an individual from the neighborhood was having a mental health episode and began banging on the exterior doors of the West Frankfurt School. After 911 was called, officers arrived and arrested the individual. There was no weapon involved. School officials spoke with the students to reassure it was safe to resume their normal school day, which happened to be the 100th day of the academic year. Illinois Senate President Don Harmon says he's focused on getting a balanced budget passed during the spring legislative session. The Oak Park Democrat told the 21st show passing a balanced budget can be done, even though the governor's budget office has warned of a possible deficit next year of nearly $900 million. We're going to have to say no to some ideas and uh, to some proponents, but... Um Passing a responsible balanced budget is the number one priority for the spring. Harmon said the state's in good shape because of the wise use of better-than-expected tax revenues in recent years. He said that's led to higher credit ratings for Illinois from the major credit rating agencies. The city of Carbondale has secured a $150,000 grant from the Delta Regional Authority. WSIU's Leah Lerner has more. The grant will create a comprehensive stormwater master plan in partnership with the Greater Egypt Regional Planning Commission. The plan will increase climate resilience and decrease flooding that has negatively impacted public services and underserved communities in Carbondale. The city recognizes that social and economic factors are putting the community members at disproportionate risk as they experience more and more extreme weather events. This comprehensive stormwater master plan will help the community predict, prepare for, and adapt to increasingly volatile climate change-induced stormwater events. Read more at WSIU.org. I'm Leah Lerner. Carbondale has been officially recognized as a dementia-friendly community. Dementia-Friendly America, a national network focused on inclusivity for those with a disease, awarded Carbondale the de designation after the collaborative efforts of Giovanna Fawcett and director of the Egyptian Area Agency on Aging, Becky Salazar. Fawcett, during her gerontology practicum at SIU, spearheaded the efforts to make Carbondale only the 31st community to receive the designation. The city, the police department, public library, Southern Illinois Healthcare, Alzheimer's Association, the SIU School of Social Work, and Prairie Living at Chautauqua all played a role in earning this recognition. The president and CEO of SIH has been elected to the Board of Trustees for the Illinois Health and Hospital Association. John Ante's three-year term began on January 1st. The IHSA board is the policy-making body for the association, which represents more than 200 hospitals and nearly 400 health systems across Illinois. As president and CEO of SIH, Antis leads a four-hospital system, including the region's only Level 2 Trauma Center, Open Heart Surgery Program, Birthing Center, Special Care Nursery, Inpatient Pediatric Unit, and Comprehensive Cancer Center. SIH is the region's largest private employer. A new poll commissioned by the end-of-life advocacy group Compassion and Choices finds one quarter of voters have experienced or witnessed discrimination in health care. Kim Callanan is president and CEO of Compassion and Choices. She says one way to reduce discrimination is to make sure high-quality palliative care is available in low-income neighborhoods 
not just in wealthier areas. Clinicians need to focus on improving their cultural intelligence so that they're able to effectively interact with people who are different from them. We also need to prioritize the recruitment of a more diverse clinician pool so that people see other people that look like them. The survey also addressed attitudes toward end-of-life care and found a huge majority think their end-of-life wishes will be respected, but only 37% had completed an advanced directive or living will and just 36% said they had appointed a health care proxy. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.